0: Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Welcome to another opportunity to exchange limiting and restricting lies, illusions, and stories for a direct and consistent experience of truth. In this episode, I'm going to shift gears and go in a very different direction from the direction I've been traveling now for quite a while through these audios that I've been sharing. And that change of direction is going to involve me taking the time here to share some specifics about how my life has changed as a result of navigating what I call the truth path that I talk so much about and having the experience, the consistent experience that I now refer to As ultimate freedom. Now, to fully understand and have a clear picture of the dramatic changes, you need to understand a little bit of my background, the backstory, where it all started, and (laughs) holding no punches back, you know, how screwed up I was, what a mess I was, how unhappy I was, and a little bit of the why, just so that the breakthroughs that I ultimately had can make more sense to you. Now, I gotta give you a heads up. I could talk for hours, days, weeks, (laughs) months about this. I do go into a lot more detail in the Ultimate Freedom Experience training that I offer, but I'm going to have to go quickly and sketch with broad strokes being very general, even though it's a very long and complicated story that I'm pulling from. So the first thing you need to understand is that like all of us, So many things that later happened to me were shaped in my childhood, and it began very early with messages being drilled into me in pretty much every way that they could be drilled into me, that uh, there's something wrong with you, and you're not welcome here. That's the best way that I can explain the kinds of messages that were sent to me when I was a kid, literally from the moment that I was born and was brought home to our family home. Now, on top of that, my mom had a terrible temper, and on top of the, there's something wrong with you, and you're not welcome, messages that got sent to me relentlessly, every time that she blew, and she would yell and scream and totally lose it, it felt to me, if you've ever seen uh, professional boxing, you know, where someone really gets smacked in the head by the boxer, that that's the way that it felt to me. It felt like I was being hit like I was being bashed in the face. I was a very sensitive kid, very sensitive to what would be called energy, and so when she would get so angry and yell and scream and rant and rave, whether it was about me or not, it felt to me, again, like I was being smacked in the face. Now, infants, babies, cannot process ideas and experiences like I just told you consciously. There's something wrong with you. You're not welcome here. Feeling like you're being hit um, when anger is released like that. But to use my language, a part of me that I now call the mind machine observed all of this, felt all of this, stored it, and labeled it as acts of violence, attack, and beatings. And to me, the net effect of all of this was that it was toxic, it was poisonous kind of like the metaphor that was once shared with me that I really resonated with, and hopefully it'll draw a clear picture for you, Uh, would be the metaphor of a gas leak. Imagine that there is a small gas leak in your basement and you can't smell it and you can't hear it and you can't see it. But slowly but surely every day, some poisonous gas is being released into your home. And again, you're not aware of it. But over time, you're breathing in air that has this gas in it. And so at some point down the line, you would start to notice symptoms from your body being poisoned in this way. But because there was nothing visible, there was nothing obvious, there was nothing that you knew about, when the symptoms would start, you would not be able to link that what happened, the symptoms that you're having now, were actually caused by this slow but sure poisoning from this gas that was leaking into your home. And that's the kind of thing that happened to me. These kinds of messages and a lot of other stuff, again, complicated story that I could say, went into, I'll call it the Robert Mind Machine. And the net effect of it was when I got to being a young adult, a teenager, a young adult, and then continued to get older as an adult, I started to notice these symptoms. But I had absolutely no idea what had happened or where the true cause of it was. It was very much like that gas leak. Now, that ultimately grew into a few things that were patterns that continued to repeat. The first thing was, do not trust people and the surfaces of things. Don't trust what people say. Because in my family, on the surface, people acted like I was welcome and like I was you know, an appreciated member of the family. But in other ways, I was getting these messages, these unspoken messages in so many ways, energetic messages in so many ways, but also telegraphed in other ways. And so what it built into me is don't trust what people say. Don't trust the surface of things. Only trust the unspoken truth that can be sensed beneath all of that. Again, I I was built to be a very sensitive kid that picked up on energy, was very, whatever you want to call it, intuitive, psychic, picked up on um, uh, unspoken energies and messages and such. And so a very deeply ingrained pattern was developed to distrust everything that you see and hear on the surface and only trust what you can sense is happening beneath the surface, behind the scenes. And... Here is what got put in, inside of me in a very deep level. And again, I had no idea of this until I was probably in my 40s, which we'll get to. But it turned into, whenever I'm present, I'm a problem. And it's just a matter of time before I get smacked somehow. Again, imagine a boxing glove smacking me in the head, you know, smacking me in the face. And so it's just a matter of time before I get smacked somehow. Some sort of a, let's call it, negative consequence punishment, painful something, uh, just because I'm present and I'm a problem simply because I'm present. If I say anything or I do anything or I have any sort of impact, then I'm an even bigger problem. And if I really make my presence known, (laughs) you know, the whole world will blow up. You know, I mean, terrible, terrible, terrible consequences. This is what was built into me, into my mind machine, as I call it, at a very young age. Now, the stuff that I just shared, what would typically be called wounding, you know, it led to so many things that were difficult and painful, but there were three primary patterns that kept repeating as a result of that, that just absolutely drove me nuts, and that I struggled and struggled and struggled forever trying so many different kinds of approaches to try to heal, release, change, break, whatever. And so... In addition to dozens of smaller patterns (laughs) that also drove me nuts coming from that, here's the first one. It was up, 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 crash and burn as it related to money and career. So I would do something, I'd be more successful, more successful, more successful, and it would look like, wow, (laughs) I'm really on a roll here, I'm really, you know, amazing things are happening, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, something would happen, and I would crash and burn. And lose everything, sometimes go beyond losing everything into debt. And this cycle kept repeating, except every time the cycle repeated, the numbers got bigger. So when I was younger, you know, it was hundreds of dollars, and then it was thousands, and then it was hundreds of thousands, and then ultimately it became millions, where millions had been piled up from some very, very big successes. And then seeing the crash and burn pattern begin to repeat again. The second pattern that repeated so much in my story related to relationships With women, Now, again, I could go on for hours, but so many of the messages that I talked about and the stuff that happened related to my mother and my interactions and relationship with my mother, who obviously was a woman, and that translated into pretty much any relationship, with very few exceptions, that I had with a woman, and it could be friendship, it could be business, it could be a romantic relationship, pretty much every relationship that I had where a woman was involved. It got messy. It got painful. It got frustrating. It was very, very difficult and very, very painful for me in one way, shape, or form. And it was either always like that or it would start out being okay and then ultimately deteriorate into that same kind of a pattern, repeating. Now, if you remember, I said that one of the patterns was if I'm present, I'm a problem. If I make my presence known, I'm a bigger problem if I say anything or do anything. And if I really make my presence, my opinions, my wants, my dissatisfaction, whatever known, whole world's going to blow up. And so while all these things were happening and these patterns were repeating, I was not able, with only a few exceptions, I was not able to say anything. I wasn't able to defend myself. I wasn't able to say no. You know, you can't treat me that way. You can't be in relationship with me and say and do those kinds of things. I'm not going to work for this company if that's the way that you're going to treat me. You know, it was these. I couldn't say any of that. At a very deep, unconscious level, there was too much fear that if I really made my presence known in that way, there would be serious consequences. So I just kind of took it, if you will, and didn't say anything. And so as a result, the way my story unfolded, An incredible anger, a rage just built up because all of this frustration, all of this whatever you want to call it, was just building and building and building and building and building with no release. And then ultimately, when the pressure had just built up so much, I would release it. I would express it, but not in front of anybody. I would express it privately. It would either happen inside of me in what I now call inner space where... You know, there'd be like a temper tantrum or I might yell and scream or bash my fist down on a countertop or something at home when I was alone. A lot of it happened inside of me. It was kind of silent rage (laughs) that would be expressed inside of me, almost as if there was an angry, hurt kid that was having a temper tantrum, you know, kicking and screaming and pounding the floor and crying and all this kind of stuff would happen inside, and if it happened outside in what I now call story space, then it was certainly not done in front of anybody else. It was done privately, but at least there was some form of an expression of it, of a release of all of this pent-up rage. So ultimately, there were these huge feelings of rage and frustration and injustice and all these kinds of things that had built up and that I was feeling inside all the time and seeing myself as a victim. Now, if you know anything about the teachings that I share, you know that I've talked about the fact that there's who we think we are, and then there's who we really are. And who we really are, I have labeled many things over the years. I've called it director, inner CEO, consciousness, expanded self, and in the Ultimate Freedom teachings, I call it true creative essence, which is my current label, and to me, the most accurate label for who it is that we really are. And I always had some sort of a sense that I've talked an awful lot about in other audios that you can find through the podcast or you can find on my blog or you can find on YouTube or whatever, that I, Robert, was not actually the one creating things that were happening to me, that it was who I really was that was kind of like the author of my experiences, like an author of fiction, an author of novels, is the creator of everything that happens to the characters in the story. Same thing with a screenwriter with movies or TV shows. So when these patterns kept repeating, and there might be a woman involved, there might be a man involved, there might be whatever, when these things were happening, there would be inside of me anger, rage, frustration, injustice, whatever, that might get triggered about that particular person or the situation or whatever. But what was built inside of me was this tremendous, tremendous, tremendous rage at who I really was, you know, whether you want to, again, call it God, creator, source, consciousness, expanded self, or what I now call true creative essence, the primary anger and hurt and 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 frustration was pointed there. And a, very, a lot of the time, I would actually look up at the sky, you know, whether I was inside or outside, and I would look up as if talking to that, who I really am, <laughs> and express my anger and my rage and my frustration for why these things kept happening and why... You know, this uh, entity, if you will, with a capital E, was doing these things to me and kept, you know, punishing me and torturing me. And, and in fact, by the way, if you had come up to me in those days before the big breakthroughs and put me under a truth drug or hypnotized me or something and said, hey, Robert, give me one word to describe how you look at your life, you know, what would have come out is that one word would have been tortured. I mean, that's how I actually felt. And it was not just a feeling of torture, it was a feeling of being tortured by who I really was. Again, the source and creator of everything, you know, the most powerful force in the universe, you could say. Now, just as an aside here, I said that if you'd asked me to give you one word to describe my life, I would have said tortured. Tortured. Now, nobody that knew me would have said that. Nobody that knew me, even my family or the people that knew me the best, would have used a word like that. I mean, they might have described me as, uh, you know, intense, serious. Some people might have called me as unhappy or whatever, but nobody had any kind of a clue of what was really going on inside of me. And sometimes this kind of stuff, the way I actually perceived it, it was as if there was a tornado or a hurricane. Maybe you can identify with this because you've experienced it, this storm of emotion that was taking place inside. And it was so powerful and it was so intense. And it was so magnetic, you know, whatever, the force of the storm that it was like these things would take me over. And it was like I would get picked up and shaken all around and smacked all over the place. And all I could do was wait for this storm to let me go, you know, because I learned from experience that ultimately it would stop. But um, that's what my life was like, you know. So long story short. There's what I now call, as I said, inner space, which is what's going on inside of you. And then there's story space, which is where your body lives, if you will, and what's going on outside of you. And so in the Robert story, as I now refer to it, in terms of what happened with me growing up and that toxic poisoning and everything else, two things were repeating patterns. One is these repeating patterns, up, 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 crash and burn, just when you think everything's starting, you're getting all your ducks in a row, everything's really starting to go into an awesome place. Whammo, something would happen and destroy it all. Constant relationship issues with women. The repetition of what would typically be called Murphy's Law, what can go wrong, will, bad luck, whatever you want to call it. And that doesn't mean that I never had successes, because I did. That I never produced amazing, positive, extraordinary results, because I did. But it never lasted. And ultimately, these patterns kept repeating. And so that's what was going on outside of me in story space was this constant repetition of these frustrating patterns, personal and professional. And then parallel to that, in inner space, these constant feelings, some of which were conscious, most of which weren't at the time, that there's something wrong with me, and I'm a problem, and again, anywhere I go, it's just a matter of time before somehow I'm going to say something, do something, and get smacked with some sort of a negative consequence or painful whatever. The anger, the frustration, the rage, the building up because it couldn't be expressed properly, and, and I would just continue to take it when I was in situations where some part of me felt I was being mistreated, abused, not appreciated for the tremendous contributions I was making, whatever it was. And so crazy stuff happening in story space and massive negativity, swirling, sometimes even storm-like, in inner space. And so this is what my life was like. Screwed up and painful story space, to use my language. Screwed up and painful inner space to complement it. Now, the ironic thing looking back, but I did not see this at the time, is that despite the fact that all of this was going on, When I was using, let's call it manifestation and attraction techniques, when I was trying to produce particular results, including using some of the systems that I developed myself, that I talked about in my first two books, I wasn't asking to break these patterns. I wasn't asking uh, to heal these wounds. I wasn't asking to be a happy person. I was focused on what so many people are focused on, maybe even you, despite the fact that this stuff was constantly in my face, I was focusing on trying to make more money and trying to make my business more successful and sometimes, you know, improve a relationship that I may have been in, a romantic one, if there was something that was missing or something that was frustrating. But there was no real focus, no real intent on the core causes, you know, of all of this stuff and trying to get down to the core of it. And there was almost nothing about trying to be happier. I got sucked into so much of what I call the change fix An improved path that perhaps you have too of just thinking, well, if I made more money or my career was more successful or I achieved this goal or that goal or if I finally got into a relationship with a woman that worked, you know, then I would be happy. And then all these storms and the rage and everything else would go away. It was this ridiculous kind of simplistic infantile kind of way of looking at things as I now see it. But it is what it is. It was what it was. It was there for a specific reason that in my current language supported my story. So, again, just as an ironic aside. And so, ultimately, when I tried to do all those kinds of things, I used these techniques, I tried to manifest, I tried to attract. I used my own techniques, again, that I wrote about in the first two books, Invisible Path to Success and Eleventh Element, to try to get help to produce specific results, to change, fix, and improve my life. But, again, primarily with money, career, and certain other things like that. And it didn't work. And I kept seeing the same patterns. I kept seeing the rage continue. I kept seeing the victim and the insecurity and the I'm a problem and all this kind of stuff more and more and more in my face. It ultimately made its way onto my list, if you will, of things that I wanted to change, fix, and improve. But again, I wasn't able to do it, embracing the typical techniques and methods and practices and the typical forms of coaching and healing and all the other kinds of things, which I've talked about and you can get a lot more detail on with the various free trainings that are offered through my website, if you're not already aware of those, haven't already participated. So that's where this whole thing started. So that's the foundation for uh, me now being able to talk about how things have changed. So as it relates to what I call the ultimate freedom teachings and the ultimate freedom experience, where the biggest changes happen and where the biggest changes happen first are in inner space. It's what's going on inside of you. And that's what happened with me. Again, I've got to go really fast here and keep it relatively simple, but all that stuff that I narrated, there's something wrong with me, I'm a problem, it's just a matter of time before I get smacked, walking on eggshells all the time out of fear of that kind of a thing happening, the pent-up, you know, rage and anger and the storms that kept happening and the inner temper tantrums that would happen when something happened in story space that was a repetition of these kinds of patterns, all of that vanished. Now it didn't vanish in an instant, it wasn't what I call finger-snapping magic, it disappeared, it vanished, it was kind of, it was less, 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 gone. And as it was less, 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 gone, I was also given what I call a guided tour of all of the kinds of things that I've been sharing with you here, and the other things that relate to it that I can't share here, because there's no time. I was revealed to me about this gas leak, you know, and the stuff that had happened, and what had led to all these replicating patterns. And there was also, in a way that's very difficult to put into words here, but it's something that I go into great detail on in the Ultimate Freedom teachings, the Ultimate Freedom experience, and support people in having the same kind of breakthrough. All this pain, if you will, negativity, if you will, that was appearing in inner space. Well, if you look at inner space, I talked about this recently in another audio that you can find on my blog. If you look at what I call inner space, there's really only three things that appear there. There are things that we call thoughts. There are things that we call feelings slash emotions. Same thing, different word. And then there's sensations uh, that relate to the body, you know, itch, pain, whatever. That's all that ever appears in inner space. And so as I was going through this less, 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 less gone of the craziness and inner space and all the pain ultimately vanishing, I was given this extraordinary education and experience of the true nature of what thoughts really are and why they appear to us the way they are, what feelings really are, emotions really are, and why they appear to us in the way that they do and why we struggle with the quote-unquote negative emotions Um, So much every day. And no matter what we seem to do, we can't seem to win that war of making negative emotions, bad feelings go away. And the true nature of sensations. And so it was this extraordinary change, not only of what was appearing, what was happening, what was going on in inner space, but also the truth with a capital T about what it all really was and my relationship to all of it. Because there were periods of time on this journey where the same stuff would appear, What I would have once called rage, anger, frustration, insecurity, self-attack, self-loathing, you know, whatever kind of negativity, the storms, all this kind of stuff, where those things appeared, but the way that I was experiencing them, with a capital E meaning truth, the way I was perceiving them, capital P meaning truth, was radically different. And that radically different experience of all this same old, same old that I'd struggled with my whole life repeated multiple times so that I could see what I call it being in a truthful with a capital T relationship with what's happening to you. That happened on a pretty consistent basis so that I could go, wow, look at that. When this same stuff used to appear, I used to be so unhappy, so bent out of shape, so whatever. And now look, that same thing can happen and it doesn't have the same kind of impact. I don't feel so destroyed. I don't feel so less than. I don't feel so whatever. You know, you get the idea of what I'm talking about. I'm sure you have your own variation. And then it vanished. So it was this extraordinary experience of education, breakthrough, transformation, healing, Uh the truth with a capital T about all that stuff, not just why it happened, the childhood stuff, but the true nature of who we really are and what thoughts and feelings and sensations really are and why do they show up the way they do? Why do we have the thoughts that we do? Why do they appear? Why can't we make these changes? All this kind of stuff. It was this extraordinary, extraordinary, extraordinary experience. And then after I experienced It wasn't so much one thing and then another thing. A lot of this was happening simultaneously. But so much time and experience was spent watching inner space transform and all these old things, less, 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 quieter, 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 gone. And then when so much of that had completed itself, my language for it now is when the truth virus, (laughs) which is what was really going on here, uh, had completed a bunch of its work, completed a bunch of its projects, then I began to see that everything in story space started to change. So the story space patterns, the issues with women, vanished. The up, 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 crash and burn, vanished. The Murphy's Law stuff, vanished. The bad luck, vanished. All that kind of stuff. And again, in some cases, it was after all the inner space work had been done and all that transformation and change and gotten into a truthful relationship with that had happened. Then it was like it was just like drops in a pond that rippled out, and a lot of those other things in story space changed quickly. Some of them changed slowly. Some of them it was similar kind of a thing: less, 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 less transformed. And so all of a sudden, after all this work that took place in inner space, it then rippled out into story space, and without me setting goals or setting targets or having intentions or trying to produce specific results using techniques or whatever, I started to notice that what was happening was all this story space across the board, personal and professional, just started to change on its own without me doing anything. I mean, I played my role, but I didn't try to create it or manifest it or attract it or produce it using a technique or doing anything in particular. I just noticed it happened, and by that point, I really understood what was going on with techniques and what really creates what happens to us day to day, which I've spent a lot of time talking about. Again, you can find uh, a lot of those detailed discussions on my podcast, The Illusions and Truth Show, on the blog, on my website, robertscheinfeld.com, and a lot of the videos that are on my YouTube channel. There's a lot more detail on all of that. And so that's the best way that I can describe how things changed for me. And since I've been now offering the ultimate freedom experience, the ultimate freedom teachings, and even when I was offering the other things you may be aware of, the busting loose, phase two, journey to the infinite, true prosperity and abundance teachings and experiences, it was all basically the same kind of a thing. The focus changes From story space, from the outer world, from trying to produce particular results in your business, career, relationships, everything again in what I now call story space, the focus reversed and the focus was almost exclusively on inner space, what was going on inside of you in inner space, massive work being done there. Again, I call it truth virus injections, the truth virus working its magic uh, to transform things. In inner space, watching gigantic things change and the evaporation of all that stuff, anger, rage, guilt, anxiety, embarrassment, fear, Um, there were only a few times in my life that I would have said I struggled with depression, so that isn't one of the things that was high on my list, it is on other people. For me, the biggies were anger, frustration, and feeling like a victim. But all of it, just watching all of it, vanish. Through this less, less, less guided tour, guided tour, guided tour, less, 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 getting into a truthful relationship, seeing what was really going on all the time in inner space and why it seemed so painful and it seemed to be so much suffering and all this kind of stuff and what I call the lies, illusions, and stories that are present there. This incredible release, healing, transformation, guided tour. It was this extraordinary thing, which is what also happens for people that get involved with the teachings that I offer, most notably the ultimate freedom teachings, ultimate freedom experience, and then after the focus has been almost exclusively, and you may still, you know, I was still focused on things in story space, career relationships, other things, but, you know, the vast majority of my time and energy were spent on things that were happening in inner space, and then ultimately, once that work got to a certain place, whammo, all this stuff in story space started to change, and at the time of this recording, which is in the first week of January 2017, That second part of it, everything shifting in story space, is still in motion. Uh, There's extraordinary things that are in motion right now and that have been in motion for the last, whatever, six months to a year. And extraordinary things that I'm expecting in 2017 and beyond is this new pattern, if you will, this new energy, this new whatever you want to call it is rippling its way through because of everything that happened in the inner space transformation that I talked about and my bias is you know my my what I've seen is that for the rest of my life however long I live to be I'm 59 years old at the time of this recording be 60 in march is going to be watching Continued transformation and extraordinarily delicious adventures happening in story space as a result of all of the things that happened and all of the transformations that first began in inner space and then rippled themselves out. So I can kind of tell you completed work, completed project as it relates to inner space. Inner space is night and day for me, from the way that it used to be. It used to be so congested and loud and filled with these storms and these voices yelling and screaming and ranting and raving and all of this crazy, congested, overwhelming stuff to what's most of the time pretty quiet. And when there are things that appear in inner space, whatever you want to call it, thoughts, feelings, sensations, it's a completely different kind of an experience now. So that transformation, if you will, with a capital T, has completed itself. And I've told you a lot about it, and I could tell you a lot more about it if we had time. And I do talk a lot more about it uh, through The Ultimate Freedom Teachings, The Ultimate Freedom Experience. But then the flip side of it, the changes to story space that come after that, again, that's still a work in progress. Things are still happening there, extraordinary things. And so much has already changed, and the ripples are still rippling out, as everything that I experience in story space, personal and professional, is continuing to be transformed and new things happening and new ways of being and new experiences and new ways of everything, again, personal and professional happening, um, as a result of, whichever one you want to call it, cleansing, healing, transformation, getting into a truthful with a capital T relationship, with everything that's happening, and all these other things that are part of this that there's just no time to go into. Too complex, too long, too many changes, too many other things. But that's the best way that I can answer that question, going back full circle now, as to what's really changed for you. Well, everything has changed for me. And again, the biggest changes just to repeat myself one more time, which, if you know me, (laughs) is a habit in the way that I express myself— is that uh, the first, the biggest changes happened in inner space, and that's true for all of us. The biggest changes always take place in inner space. And on this path that I call the truth path, the march to ultimate freedom awakening in your story is the way that I language it. The biggest stuff starts in inner space, and big changes happen there, and then they ripple out into story space, however they do with whatever kind of a, a, a pace or time frame and uh, and then the journey continues with massive changes happening in both inner space and story space. And again, the thing I really want to underscore because it was such a shock to me, and it may be a shock to you or not make sense, not seem intuitive, be seem counterintuitive or whatever is, once the changes happened in inner space, the kinds of things that I sketched out here, all the changes started to happen automatically and naturally in story space without me doing it without me having to technique my way there, focus my way there, manifest my way there, attract my way there, intend my way there, whatever. It just happened on its own, again, naturally and automatically as a byproduct of all of the work that had taken place in inner space that I mentioned. It can all happen in a radically different way, coming from a radically different place. And so that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode. Again, I could have gone into an awful lot more detail, but that's enough for now. <laughs> it sketches the picture that I want to sketch. It, uh, it shares the things that I want to share. And so um, that's what I offer for your consideration through this episode. Okay, I admit it. I am a man on a mission, and my mission is to facilitate what I call the awakening of ultimate freedom in as many life stories for people around the world as possible, and I'd love to help you too. If you'd like to discover more about the Ultimate Freedom teachings, I created a special free training for you that is delivered by both email and video that I'd love to share with you. To get immediate access, visit my website, Robertscheinfeld.com, forward slash training. RobertScheinfeld.com forward slash training. That completes another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld.